Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fresh from the Field. I'm your host, Ken Nelson. And on today's episode, I have Ed Carpenter, who is, along with his wife, the owners of Peacock Road Family Farms. How are you doing today, Ed? I'm doing real good. Good, good. You know, I come to the conclusion, if I'm not in the hospital and on a ventilator, life is good. That's, that is the truth. That is the truth. You know, this it's been a quite a challenging year and and we could talk about that a little bit too, is how it affected, you know, the the farm. And, and I know you guys had to make changes. I saw on your website, you know, you, you guys have a whole Christmas experience and and I saw on a website with the Santa experience, Santa has a magic shield in front of them. And so uh, if you if you wouldn't mind, we can go into that, but I wanted to ask you a little bit about Peacock Family, Peacock Road Family Farms and, and um, just how long have you all been around and how did it start? Well, um, when I was about, I was raised on a small farm. And when I was uh, about 40, I loved to ride motorcycles. Sunday morning, no traffic. And I'm winding through the countryside. And uh, I just realized, man, I'm watching guys do their farm thing. And I thought, maybe I'm missing the boat. Well, I had a next door neighbor that was a retired Christmas tree. And one day he's out in his yard. And I go over and say, John, I think I might buy a farm. He took his pipe out and poked me with it and said, let me show you the tree business. So that's why we're a Christmas tree. Bought the farm in 1985. 94 was the first year we had any trees. A local teacher came out, bought a tree and came up to me and said, Ed, you think I could bring my class over for a tour? So we did that little wagon ride tour for her. And um, last year, almost 12,000 students school program none this year but was uh, so it's really grown and maybe 23 24 years ago a young man worked for me came up one day and said ed i'm gonna get married in two weeks you think i could use your old barn it was all trash he picked it up set straw bales around had a simple ceremony and uh this year we had 45 weddings scheduled so that's what we do we do uh We've gotten fairly heavy into the agritourism business, and uh, Christmas tree is still the um, the lady that brought us to the dance. So we're pretty big in Christmas. Yes, it was a beautiful farm when I came out there and saw oh, it. Thank you know, you. like I said, you have weddings and just the whole Christmas experience. And just for the for the audience that may be interested in, you know, they have a family want to come out. Could you um, kind of explain the the whole Christmas experience and what they can expect? Well, when when they get here, <clears throat> they have a choice. They can go to the field and cut a tree and win a wagon. We've had to make our wagons uh, not haul as many people as they used to. We only put four families on, one in each corner of the wagon that keeps them separated. Or we uh, go out partner every morning and cut some trees and put them in our pre-cut pot, and they can pick them that way. And then uh, we have a, a fairly uh, beautiful, in fact, I'll brag a little bit, we call it a green shop, but Reese and garland and thinner um, pieces and all kinds of things made out of greens. Then we got a fairly big uh, Christmas store. Um, kind of got a saying. I say we're we're not Bronner's yet. But, uh, the, the Christmas stores. My wife does such a good job setting that up. Then we this year we changed our food. We had two sites that were inside. One I took the upstairs to our old bank barn and made it a restaurant up there. And then I have a log cabin that I have, we call it Sugar Shack that we roast almonds and uh, cotton candy and caramel apples. Well, 
uh, I couldn't use them, they would be extremely dangerous. So I made a develop a food court this year where people get their food and I got uh, four or five bonfires going and some shelters uh, eat that way. And then if they uh, have some young children and want to see Santa, we have a, a train that goes about a half mile back across the river. And it's, we call it our near cabin as part of our school tour uh, um, program. We show kids how did a farmer live here 100, 150 years ago. But in the wintertime, that turns into North Pole. Once again, we had to change that. So I built a uh, plexiglass door that Santa sets behind. Nobody goes in the cabin and the kids sit on a bench. And then I've got a microphone and a speaker on each side of that plexiglass so that they both can hear each other. So, and then our marshmallows, we change that. When they get back there, they have, um, we have marshmallows and uh, a chocolate bar. This year, we've got sticks. So they, each family gets a stick and a bag of marshmallows. And when they're done, they burn that stick. So yeah. I think we've done a pretty good job uh, uh, dealing with the COVID issue. It's slowed us down. We're not able to handle as many people as we used to, but we're doing it. It's working out okay. No, that's that's great. That's great that- um. Right. Families can still, you know, get that experience, you know, and, and it's safe for them. And um, so talk about a little bit about the Trees for Troops um, program that you guys participate in. Yeah, we, we didn't this year, but we always have for the last, oh, ever since they started it. Trees for Troops is where uh, farmers will uh, give trees, donate trees. And then FedEx does the shipping free, and they go to different military bases. And that's been very successful for us. I didn't sign up this year because I didn't know whether we was going to be able to uh, even be open. So I held off on the troops, but I'm sure next year we'll be back in it again. It's, it's very rewarding. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll share something with you. Um, television uh, station was out here filming us loading the trees every year we donated 100 trees and they were loading the trees on a, on a FedEx truck and uh, they wanted someone to help and so I just happened to be up around a lot of people and saying man we don't have they wanted the National Guard here and we couldn't they were too busy they couldn't come so this lady said what do you need I, I'm ex-military so her and her husband came over and and they filmed them and then they interviewed them afterwards. And the lady said, you know, when I was in the military, I got one of these trees. And if I wouldn't have been for that, we did not have the money. We never had a tree. So it just really uh, woke me up to the fact what that does. These families uh, don't have a lot of money and a lot of the um, military bases are in the South where trees are fairly expensive. They have to be shipped down. And so that was, that was kind of neat to made me feel like, wow, it is an important program. No, that's great. And you actually just answered two of my next questions about, about um, you know, just a, a story about a family that's been, you know, positively touched by, by the trees. Would you, would you say, how many trees would you say you've donated over the years to troops? Man, I don't want to count. It's been uh, well over a thousand, probably 1,500. I think we've been doing it. Wow. And, wow. and then and we let people sponsor it. We, if they want, uh, instead of giving my staff tips, 
we have tip jars out and people put that in there because it does cost some administration costs um, to get the military bases to accept the trees and FedEx to take them different places. For every tree uh, that's shipped, it takes $5 administration period when they say a tip jar. So, so my last question for you, Ed, um, you know, when I came out to, to visit the farm, I remember you, you're talking about just, just talking about your farm and talking about just the people that's come up there over the years. And, and, you know, you're, you're very passionate about what you do. You care a lot about what you do and care a lot about the people. And so talk about, um, if you, if you could, could talk a little bit about your, your mission, like with, um, when you set out to, to create the farm. Talk about that a little it, bit. It is, it is so rewarding that uh, I don't know how many, but I want to say hundreds, a lot of families start their Christmas tradition here at my farm. And uh, um, so, so that's really important to me. One of the neat things, if I hear a child crying when he's leaving and I go up and say, what's wrong? And his mom says, he doesn't want to go home yet. I've done my job. And, uh, and, and that's, that's so, so rewarding. And, and I have a feeling of all the you pick farms and Christmas trees and pumpkin patches, you know, um, 100, 150 years ago, our ancestors, most of their, a lot of their time, at least over half, was spent in food preparation. It was canning, uh, butchering animals, hunting. There weren't the big Meyer stores. Today, we just go to Myers and get our groceries. Well, it's changed. But that DNA is still in our heart. People want to get grounded on a farm. Well, Ed, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Those of you listening, I hope you enjoy this podcast. And definitely, um, Ed, I'll put Yeah, hey, I got one more thing I want to close with, if it's yeah. all right. Yeah, go ahead. Real farmers feed our nutritional need. Those are the corn and bean guys, wheat. Christmas tree farmers, we feed our souls. Thanks for, it's an honor to be on your uh, program and uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ed. Merry Christmas. And everyone listening, I'll put, I'll put your website in the show notes, Ed, so they can uh, go to the website and definitely um, you, you want to take the family out to the farm and and it's a beautiful farm. It's a great experience. And I know you, the family would love it. So um, thank you again Ed, for coming on the show. Thank you. All right. And you all, I'll see you next week. <laughs>